use that for motivation to do better. It's you versus you. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I'm not surprised you're living rich free in your head which brings us really nicely into topic number three. How are you doing that? Like, what does that really mean? Rent-free, yeah, so for the third one, live rent-free in their head and they would be your potential clients. And what I mean by that is, and I know that we talk about this all the time in the real estate world, but top of mind. Mm -hmm. The systems that make you top of mind. Um, like I said earlier about every single week, the weekly market update, every single month you're getting a mailer from me and no, it's not a chicken recipe. It's something that has to do with actual real estate. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, your farm, your, um, the quarterly pot buys, the social media, personal accounts, putting real estate things on there. And then also professional accounts, putting it, whether it's, value, whether it's celebrating a client, whether it's talking about the market, like you have to live rent free in the people you market to yourself. When someone says real estate, they got to think of you first. Yes. If not first, it better be top three because most of the time people are, if they say, Hey, do you have a referral for a real estate agent? They're going to give three names because so many people are, are in real estate. And, you know, if you ask a random person, do you have three friends in real estate? Do you know three realtors? They probably will say yes. You have got to make it to those top three names, if not earn the number one spot where somebody says, oh my gosh, this person's incredible. I don't care if it's about flooring. I don't care if it's about interest rates. I don't care if it's about, you know, me asking about a new subdivision. They are the person I go to about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get disappointed when they get a phone call and somebody says, Hey, and you think it's going to be like, Hey, do you want to come list my house? But then they say, Hey, you know, I was really trying to think of like what type of flooring I should put in my house because I know when you showed it to me a couple years ago, you were saying this is really out of style, but I was wondering what you think. Do not be disappointed about that because you know what that I, means? I love those phone calls. Yeah, I think those are the best that. types of phone calls you can get because they're thinking about you and your expertise as a professional. They, they, you are officially the real estate hub to them. If they see anything, if somebody texts you and says, Hey, what is this going to be across the street? That's awesome. Yeah. And some, some agents get really ticked at this. Let's say somebody else that you knew had a relationship with another realtor and they ended up going with someone and they didn't talk to you and you found out on social media and your heart's all broken and all this stuff. Guess what? If they are calling you afterwards instead of their agent, who actually won? Like who won that? Because they clearly think you are more competent. And so it's like making yourself the source of everything real estate is really what you want. Um, I think that that's just having any type of conversation, whether it's about design, whether it's about the economy, like, you know, educate yourself and then be that source to your people. Um, 
making sure that you are the, the number one person when they say real estate, they better think of your name. And if they don't, honestly, that's your fault. That, that's yes. my fault. If I, I've said this to a couple of agent friends of mine. Do I get disappointed if I go on a listing appointment or, or I lose a buyer or whatever? Yeah, I'm disappointed for like five minutes. And then, you know whose fault that was? That was my fault. That's not their fault. That is my fault. I didn't, I either wasn't in their face enough. I didn't provide value enough. Mm -hmm. That is not their fault. And you need to sit and ask them why they went with someone else instead of you in a very, very professional way. You know, not in a I'm bitter way. Ask them, hey, you know, I'm always trying to improve. I would love to know what I could have done to earn your business. Those conversations are hard and sometimes they suck. But honestly, that is going to grow you more and help you to understand how to, in the future, earn that business that you lost. I mean, it, it sucks to hear sometimes and it might hurt your feelings, but ultimately it's going to grow you. You know, it's the highest form of accountability, really getting feedback. And it doesn't matter how good you think you are, because that literally means nothing. It matters how good other people in this business or that are interacting with you or doing transaction with you know you are. Yeah. And if you can take that constructive feedback and put your ego aside, what will happen is you're going to make crazy monumental moves. And the reason being is because you're going to remove yourself from the equation and you're actually going to get the feedback from the people that matter the most. I just, it's interesting you bring this up too, because I just had a transaction that closed and I thought I did a really good job. As a matter of fact, I know I did a really good job. Probably part of the reason why they got the house and they know it, they said it, they told me that. But they also told me saying, Pete, you know what? There's a few things that you can improve for the future. And I said, when can we sit down? When can I take you to lunch? Can we do dinner? Yeah. Can we grab a quick coffee so you can tell me what those are? I didn't put my guard up and was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to hear it. No, I do. Because I want to get better. So yeah. it is important that I hear from the source, the people that matter the most to me. Right? Yep. And no excuses with that. It's like... It's like you don't, once again, lying to yourself. It's like no excuses. Own the fact that maybe the communication was not as good as it could have been. And, you know, like use that for motivation to do better. It's you versus you. It's not you versus another agent. It's literally you versus you. That's what I love about real estate. It makes you the best version of yourself. It pushes you to be the best version of yourself. I, I, I agree. And by allowing yourself to quote unquote, live rent free in your head, keep pushing, keep bringing what your clients require and need, you're going to make these monumental leaps. You know, one of the things we typically ask on the show when we first start, so I think this is a good to kind of make it full circle is you did 27 deals your first year. Do you remember how many deals your second year? Um, 49. 49. Do you remember how many 30 year? Um, I think around 60. Amazing. So you went from 27 to doubling and then some 
almost at 49 and within three years, you definitely doubled to 27 times two. And you said you're at 60 year, year three. That means you're doing just about what well, at, at 49, you're doing just about a deal a week at 60. You're, you're averaging more than a deal a week per se. And the, and I'm assuming for all of those deals, you're constantly getting feedback. You're constantly improving. You're constantly growing. You're constantly holding yourself accountable. And I think that's what allows you to really just be rent-free in your head and create the things that your clients need in the short amount of time that you really do have with them. Because what is 45 days, 30 days, 30 to 45 days for a transaction for somebody to purchase one of the biggest assets or liabilities when you're buying it wrong with you, to trust you with their finances? I mean, we're not dealing here with 15, 20, 30 grand transactions, right? Yeah. This isn't something you buy off QVC because you thought it was a good deal. Like, yeah. this is a really big deal. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. That's why I think most people that are in this business are missing the boat on. Is they're missing the boat on really understanding the mechanics and the emotional commitment from the other party when it comes to closing that actual deal. And the people that are do really well, just like yourself, you really understand both the logical, emotional component that goes into playing this. And now... no. There's obviously a reason why you're doing 20 million plus in transactions, right? Over 70 deals year over year being five years into this business and probably where your grandmother told you not to get into this business, <laughs> right? This, this business is fairly simple, but it's not easy to do. Newsflash for anybody who's just getting in. There's only a few, few things we can probably name them on one hand that move the needle that get deals done. But also what's simple and quote unquote appears easy on the surface is not so easy in the execution because it requires a lot of grit, a lot of tenacity, a lot of systems, consistency, and most importantly, being able to be criticized when you're most vulnerable mm -hmm. at all times, right? Um, and I think that brings us really nice, Libby. I want to turn around, give you the floor. Tell us, what do you have going on? How can people get in touch, whether you're growing a team or you're looking for investors for your flicks and flips, or maybe your Airbnb um, biz? Tell us, uh, tell us what that looks like. Yeah. So about, yeah, about 70% of what I do is the, the buying and selling. Like I'm a realtor. That is my, that's what's on my business card. You know, that's what pays the bills. Um, but a couple, uh, a little over two years ago, I felt the need to have some side businesses um, also in real estate. So um, I started being on the payroll, you know, it, it gave me a system to tell, tell me where my money was going. And so I had always been really intrigued by the investing side, but was once again, too afraid to do it. Um, so I finally, you know, took the plunge over a year ago and decided to start uh, buying up properties for either long-term or short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. um, I actually, my Airbnb business, if you ever know anybody that um, is like a travel nurse or a, a corporate person, I don't do nightlies for Airbnbs. Um, I only do monthlies, but they're fully furnished. You know, they don't have to worry about anything at all. 
Um, my mother, who is also my licensed assistant, she does a lot of the property management having to do with the Airbnbs. We're trying to get to 10, you know, within the next six months, hopefully sooner. Um, and those, those provide about, you know, $1,500 of income every single month. So no matter what happens with the real estate market, I'm hoping to build these other businesses that, you know, will not crumble no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the the end goal, but, um, you know, one day I want to have a hundred properties and all those things, but 10, 10 is the goal for now. Um, so if you ever know anybody that, uh, needs housing, whether it's they're building a house and, they want everything to be set up and the builder's taking longer than they need to. That's been a common client of mine um, or somebody that accepted a job here, but their family is they're finishing out school and the wife is with them mm-hmm. and the husband needs to move down and start the job. You know, that's, that's another business of mine. So if you ever have somebody that needs a month to month rental, um, I'm, I would love to talk to them. Also, um, if you ever know any ugly houses, like a rental that someone just tore up, like that's my jam. Like I, most of the time when I've been able to flip properties successfully, it's actually been a rental situation that went absolutely terribly. And then the owner is just like, look, I don't want to even pay to get this fixed up. I made my money off of this. I evicted the person. Do you just want to buy it? If not, let's list it. And when I, once I tell them all the things they got to do to make it listable, they're just like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I'll, I'll give them a fair and honest offer. I'm not somebody that's going to just give you 50% of what it's worth. Sure. I don't do business that way. I, um, I actually pride myself in being an ethical flipper. You know, I'm not going to uh, put band-aids over things. I will make tons of repairs to make sure that it's safe for the next person during due diligence. Um, you know, I have a business and reputation to uphold. So anytime you know, you know of an ugly house that, that is, uh, my little brother is the property or is the project manager of, of my flips and I'll put Cameron out there and that'll be, you know, his project for the next couple months. And then I'll be out there buying and selling real estate. But, um, yeah, those are besides any referrals that you have in the Midlands of Columbia, uh, greater Columbia area, I would, I would absolutely love to help them. Those are. I love it. I love it. So guys, if you are looking for that, please contact Libby. Now Libby, uh, best way to get in touch regarding that. Would that be email phone? Yeah. Uh, just not WhatsApp or something like that. It's just 803-629-6025. You could, I have, um, an Instagram as well. It's Libby's listings. And then I also have one called Flipstagram. It's a long story, but, um, Flipstagram is the one that has like all the investing stuff on it. And then the Libby's listings is like, Hey, I'm professional and I'm buying and selling and all the things. Flipstagram is, gets kind of ratchet sometimes. Uh, so, so so then for our surprise segment, whatever comes top of your mind, we have a section where we ask you three questions you ready for it? Go for it. Uh, pick pick either uh, a book you're reading, podcast you're listening, or person you're learning from. Pick one and to share with us. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I don't read like physically read a lot, just due to the mm-hmm. nature of being in the car all the time. Um. So I do a lot of audible. Okay. Um, and one book by Brandon Turner. 
Um, if you're a bigger pockets person, you know who he is, obviously. If not, you know, go on bigger pockets. It's like a cult. Um, and it's his book on um, the burr strategy. Okay. Um, and at first when I was reading it, I was like, oh, I know some of these things. Like I should skip over half of this. But when I really started, you know, listening to certain chapters, he gives so much valuable information, um, you know, whether you're just an agent and you want to be able to advise someone on, hey, this these are cheap repairs that are going to go a really long way or whether you're an investor. Um, I think some of the information that he has in there is just incredible. Um, I believe it's called the Burr Strategy, Brandon Turner. Awesome. Um, that one's definitely... I would listen to that like four times in a row. Love it. So now for second question, what is your goal for the next 12 months? Uh, so <laughs> I hope people don't like, well, I guess accountability is good. It's fine. So um, yeah, that's why we're asking these questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the way I set my goals now that I have those other businesses is like, what what do I want out of all three of those? Um, I would say ultimately I want to make a million in one year. Now, am I taking that home? No, absolutely not. Like there's no way. Um, but when it comes to like buying and selling um, and then the flips and then the Airbnb business, you know, breaking those down into they're basically, you know, different, I don't know if you want to say like funnels or whatever, but I would like to, you know, stay on track, do like 75, help 75 to 80 families um, with my main business, uh, especially with the market changes. I think that that's going to be realistic um, and still challenging. And then also, you know, I want to flip at least four properties next year, averaging one a quarter, hopefully making over 50 per flip, or it's really not worth the time and effort. Um, and then with the Airbnbs, you know, uh, over the next 12 months, I would like to get to 15 by that time. Okay. Um, so that ultimately would get me to, you know, million dollar business, uh, level, which for me, I mean, it's really not as much about the money as it is just like, you know, striving to be better um, and and trying to hone in on my skills more. I'm about it. This year, I'll, I'll probably from the three of them, it's close to 800. But um, I think now that I have more mental momentum and I've learned more from flipping, and I've learned more from the Airbnbs, I can add, I can add a little bit more um, to those goals. What do you think is going to be stopping you from achieving that? You're looking at it. I mean, <laughs> literally, that's the answer to everybody. Everything is like, it's you, you know? Are you yeah. going to let yourself, are, are you going to be real? I mean, I struggle with the exact same thing. It's not like I'm some like soldier out there that just like, no, I've, I have, hey, you want to come over at three o'clock? We're going to go to whatever brewery and hang out. Okay, well that's cool. Maybe I shouldn't go until six o'clock. Um, I got or, it a little bit short. Yeah. You Hold know, yourself I mean, accountable, make sure you're executing. Right. So yeah. that, that's the biggest thing. I'm not surprised you said yourself, a lot of our guests do, because ultimately we are in charge of what we do 
in order to accomplish the goals that we set out to accomplish. So Libby, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute blast and an honor having you as a guest in our show. And for everybody listening, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 